there is more to men than sports and adventure. It is the heart that makes a man. Welcome to Men at Heart with Reverend Tunde Amosu. Welcome to Men at Work. Today we are on the final lap of our discussion on the living the good life. We've seen different aspects of the good life and today we are looking at the final part of the good life, which is a good life is a life of continual improvement. It's a life that is always going higher, going greater, more glorious, from glory to glory, from strength to strength, from grace to grace. That's the good life. We're going for it. It's, you know, it's from strength to strength till we appear before God. We've seen different aspects of this good life. Today, let's zero on this aspect. Maybe you're just joining us. Uh, uh, we looked at the good life from different six aspects. We say that the good life is a life that we live that is long, peaceful, full of tranquility, both outside and inside, into the old age and to death. And we say the good life is a life of respect from people, favor, doors opening for us, getting along with God, with men everywhere we go. We say the good life is a life that full of good choices and good decisions and a smooth ride, not too much bumps through life. And we say the good life is also a life of good health, living good health, and enjoying life physically, and also it's a life of financial stability and sufficiency. Uh, today we are looking at life of continual improvements. Uh, you know, usually what happens to people is that when they do well to a particular point, they just stop. Uh, and, and you know, out there in the world, we, when you're in the business and your business is not moving, you just kind of stay there. You look for a coach. These tennis players, or these tennis, world-class tennis players, they have coach, or coaches rather. So when they want to get to another level, this coach will just coach them, move them to the next level. So where, where, where do you get a, a comprehensive life coach? Somebody can coach you, but they don't know everything. So you need to have somebody who can kind of train you, correct you, like the, correct these people when they are serving. You know, tennis player, they may say that your serve is not good enough to be able to win, you know, so they improve on it. Where do you go for that kind of comprehensive life improvement? You know, your business coach can give you some business or marriage coach, but you know, it's a kind of a total life coach kind of thing. And who do that for you? Let's go to the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verse 11 and verse 12. It says this, My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects. Just as a father, the son in whom he delights. Mm, interesting. Let's read from here. Amplified Bible. He said, my son, do not despise or shrink from the chastening of the Lord. What's that? It's correction by punishment or by subjection to suffering or trial. Neither be weary of or impatient about or loathe is reproof. Mm, interesting. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, even as a father corrects the son in whom he delights. You know, I don't hear this quite often. God wants to be your coach all through life. He wants to correct your son. He wants to work on your power, your strength. He wants to coach you. And no coach is just nice and won't say anything to you that will improve you. A good coach 
improves you and demands for you to perform better. A good coach will see through to how to correct you. When a coach cannot correct you, that coach should go. A coach want to correct. And a good life is a lot that we can adjust and improve and get better. And that's what God will do for us. God want to do this for us. Will you let him be your coach? Uh, let's read this person Bible. I like the way he put it. He said, my child, when the Lord God speaks to you, never take his words lightly. And never be upset when he corrects you. Oh. Oh. As a man, you don't like people correcting you, don't you? Particularly, maybe your wife or your girlfriend or your sisters or your mom, you know? And then, you know, as a man, you like to do your thing, go your way. But life is too precarious to just do whatever you like all the time. You need some improvements. A tennis player, you need to improve yourself. And so, God's going to speak to you through his word, through people. God's going to speak to you and make some improvement in your life. And don't take his word lightly. You know, no tennis player who is going to, who want to play at world class level will take his coach's words lightly. You know, so take the word of God lightly. I mean, I say, don't do this, don't do that. I mean, take his word serious. And he says, don't be upset when you find correction. I mean, sometimes God corrects us through trials. You know, you, you run some stuff that you won't like. You know, like somebody said, if God teaches you patience, He'll put you among people who will like to exasperate you and frustrate you. You know, I mean, if, if a coach wants to train you, he put you against opposition and let you push your way through and improve on that. So God will put you out there and let's see what you can do. Remember, Jesus he did this with his disciples several times. You know, one time he said, let's cross the other side. They crossed over to the other side. And while they were crossing, they slept off in the boat and there was a storm. And they just got angry with the lost correction. They just said, Lord, don't you care? We are perishing. The Lord got up and said, Hey, why are you so fearful? Where's your faith? How come you are without faith? And Jesus got up rebuked him. That's, that's some coaching on the sea, you know? You know, when Lazarus was sick, he didn't go down there. And when he died, he said, Let's go down there. And they said, Oh, Lord. To go do what? He said, let's go wake him up. Oh, he said, I'm glad I was not there. That you may believe. So I want to train you in faith. He said, I'm glad I was not there. Some things you wish God was there and was not there. Why, 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 why is God absent? Why is God not doing this for me? Why is God not doing God said, I want you to believe. I want you to raise up your faith level. I want you to challenge things and be a challenger, be a champion. You know, you're going to have to know how to fight bigger challenges. When you are a boxer, you go for all this Feather weight, then when you go to light weight, you go to middle weight, then you go to heavy weight, you know. You just can't stay at feather weight forever. So you need that kind of coach. <laughs> Let's read that Bible again. Pass on the Bible. Chapter 3, Proverbs. We read verse 11. Let's read verse 12. For the Father's discipline comes only from his passionate love and pleasure for you. Even when it seems like his correction is harsh, it is still better than any father on earth gives to his child. Wow, glory to God. What a nice way to round up this. You know, God's correction, God's 
changing us for the better. It's beautiful. As we close, remember the good life. Living the good life. I would like to read to you from verse 1 to verse 12. Chapter 3 Proverbs to remind us of all this stuff in the Passion translation. Listen to this. It's beautiful. My child, if you truly want a long and satisfying life, never forget the things that I've taught you. Follow closely every truth that I've given you. Then you have a full, rewarding life. Hold on to loyal love and don't let go. And be faithful to all that you've been taught. Let your life be shaped by integrity, compassion, with truth written upon your heart. That's how you will find favor and understanding with both God and men. You will gain the reputation of living life well. Trust in the Lord completely and don't rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you and he will lead you in every decision you make. Become intimate with him in whatever you do and he will lead you wherever you go. Don't think for a moment that you know it all. For wisdom comes when you are doing with undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong. Then you will find the healing refreshment your body and spirit long for. Glorify God with all your wealth. Honor him with your very best, with every increase that comes to you. Then every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings from an uncontainable source of inner joy. My child, when the Lord God speaks to you, never takes his word lightly. Never be upset when he corrects you, for the Father's discipline comes only from his passionate love and pleasure for you. Even when it seems like his correction is harsh, it's still better than any father on earth gives to his child. Praise the Lord. As a random, can I bring up a phrase that will help you to live the good life? The good life, the word good, has its opposite, which is evil. Look at chapter 3, Proverbs, verse 7. It says this, Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. If you want to live the good life, on purpose, depart from evil. Get away from evil. Renounce evil. Evil behavior, evil thoughts, evil actions. On purpose, rebel against evil. You know, Paul said, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with the good. Let's go live the good life and put evil behind us. Thank you for listening.